Hey, this is Telly and Carcia, and you are listening to Her Castle's Round Table. Influencer. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. Some people consider it a much cherished title, Mm -hmm. and that word would be influencer. Influencer. (laughs) Right? Like, we live in a world right now, we live in an age right now where to obtain influence is the ultimate power. It feels like it. Right? Like, remember Tony Montana in uh, Scarface? Yes. He's like, first you get the money, (laughs) then you get the women, then you get the power. And, you know, that movie was made in, like, 1983, and here we are in 2019, and that is still the thing. It's still a thing. That movie That movie is so bomb. I just have to put that out there. It's <laughs> our face for life. But, but back, to the, back to the topic. Yeah, it's interesting. The word influencer, back in the day, and when I say back in the day, I mean, like, maybe even... Maybe even five years ago, it was a word that you could say, and you people probably felt well. Yeah, some people felt probably really proud saying it. I'm an influencer, but yeah. these days, I don't know. Well, it's kind of fickle. So the thing is, is and you know what? Honestly, right now we are sort of biting the hand that feeds yeah. because you know we're here right now because of this term influencer. Yeah. So like years ago. You know, let's look at the history, right? All right. Years ago, you used to be a blogger or a Mm -hmm. content creator. Right. Right? And then what happened is we're creating these online presents. We're taking up real estate online. And then before you know it, here we are getting, you know, opportunities from different publicists, from different brands. And they want you to go out and influence the public to either buy or to do or or, their product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Share this hashtag. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, you are basically hired as an influencer to help people make purchasing decisions. Right. So, because of this action, the term influencer started popping up and being placed on bloggers on and on content creators. Yes. Um, and now, therefore, because of that, influencer has become a title that people now have just adapted. You know, just because. Yeah, like they yeah. haven't earned it. No. <laughs> right. They haven't earned anything. They just figure, well, okay, I see my favorite blogger. And they're influencing people, and I have two friends, so I'm going to become an influencer as well. Yeah, like people literally, you know, they open up an Instagram account, Mm -hmm. and they put influencer in the bio. And it's like, wait, who have you influenced, though? Just themselves, (laughs) really. Um, (laughs) You know. Good point. And I think that's where the idea of influencer is a bad word because you no longer have to earn it that's it it's like almost like it's people are spoiled now i guess you could say and where before you had to earn that title like we were saying before you know we started our blog and we weren't looking to to be influencing of anything we just started our blog because we love fashion 
and we wanted to make our little voice known on the yeah we were hella world bored. wide web yeah and we, were, we were mega bored we were hella bored <laughs> exactly. and that's why we started it that's it and you know all these opportunities started coming to us it's not like we went from PR company to PR company demanding them to give us product or telling them yeah Definitely use us not. we know what we're doing nothing like that they just found us and we just we said sure yeah let's jump to the opportunity yeah and that was it you know we had to work for it yeah um I feel now too another thing that has made the term influencer a bad word is how people are treating the practice or the industry of Mm -hmm. being a content creator or an influencer um i've spoken to many co-influencers yeah um the great thing about this world is there's many of us and you become friends with many other people who are also influencers and i've been told by many people that you know so and so this blogger this influencer they basically you know ask for free product just without presenting a media kit without letting that brand know why they're deserving they're just like i'm an influencer so please give me a service for free yeah it's like they throw around that word as if that word's supposed to open the floodgates and everything's gonna come pouring in and that really upsets me yeah and someone you know goes into someone's practice of business or whatever and they demand to get a free service or a free this and a free that because they feel that, well, I'm an influencer, so I'm just going to go ahead and I want you to do my nails for free. I want you yeah. to do my hair for free because I'm an influencer and I'm going to hashtag this and all my friends are going to come to your store or whatever. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. I mean, <laughs> it is a profession at the end of the day. It and... is, but you shouldn't abuse it either. No. Well, and that's where the deb- the abuse starts exactly. when you're not approaching it in a professional business way. Um, and therefore, you know, when you behave badly, it acts on everyone in the industry, just not that one person. And that's what people forget, you know, their action is a domino effect because now those brands think, oh, okay, well, if this one blogger or person who feels they're an influencer, mm-hmm. if they think that they can get away with this, then I guess everyone in this industry is going to think the same way. And the next thing you know, they just take their business somewhere else. Yeah. And that hurts. It totally does. And you want to be, you want to be good at what you do, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, no matter what you do for a living, no matter what your business is. Yeah, yeah. you want to be good at it. But it's be good, so you be professional. Yeah, and treat it with respect. Right. But it's so hard to do that when there are people out there literally thinking they're working the right way but they're actually working against everyone else oh, gosh, who is yeah. dependent <laughs> on that industry uh, so yeah. you know just saying <laughs> yeah there's one movie that does a really good job of sort of illustrating the effect of influence um and that movie is the american meme it's on netflix you can stream it um the movie basically takes a deep look at people like paris hilton who of course is probably seen as like the founder of this being famous for being famous. Just being famous for doing... I don't want to say doing nothing. Being famous but, for being famous. Yeah, just being famous because she's famous. That's it. Um, and then, you know, we have the face of Vine, 
R.I.P. <laughs> Brittany Furland. Oh, poor Vine. Vine didn't stand a chance. You know, that six seconds just went. Well, you know what, too? I, well, we can talk about that. No, that's, in a another, bit. that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> but um, also, we uh, they take a, a closer look at people like Fat Jewish and Kirill, uh, the club photographer. Um, and what's interesting about the movie is it really does a good job of presenting this is who they were. This is how they got there. Right. And this is the effect of what being an influencer did for them. Right. Yeah, I like how it the I like how it showed the good, the bad, and the ugly. For for real. Um I think that, you know, and when you look at uh someone uh like a Paris Hilton, um, she really did become an influencer without really wanting to be an influencer. I think, to be honest with you, she was just out there living her socialite life. It seemed yeah. like it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, it's kind of funny because when you think back to when you first got to know Paris Hilton, you know, I, I can only think as far back as The Simple Life. But even mm. before, before that, you wonder, wait a minute, how did I find out about Paris Hilton? Yeah. How did she come into being? Well, that's the thing. And I think sometimes Paris doesn't even realize how she I don't, came to I don't be. think she came to be, knew that either. Um, I don't think so. The one thing that, you know, and in the film you'll see that she has sort of come to a point where she has realized that she built a monster and, and she had lost control mm-hmm. and now she has control. She modernized on that brand Definitely. and she's making hella money so yeah, she's, she's hella rich she's <laughs> money, like, you know right like her own money not hilton money right so like paris hilton money you know and i guess the most disturbing part about it for her is that the way to resolve her loneliness is to become literally best friends yeah with her followers which is i mean that's good to be friendly with your followers you know because yes they they love you and they're gonna buy your product so i get it but at the same time, you know, there's boundaries. Yeah. And some boundaries should not be crossed. Yeah. But we're going to talk, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, like, as we go yeah. in. Because I know that even um, Kim Kardashian, we were talking about how one time she had a makeup launch when she was doing her makeup right. launch. And she had it at her home. Yeah. And she invited some influencers to her house. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's really personal. I mean, uh, someone brings it you is. into their house. It is. That's your sanctuary. But that's the thing. Like, is there a sanctuary when you are an influencer? I don't think so. Because you're you, you're inviting the whole world into yeah, your... Yeah, those boundaries, I think, are torn down. And that's a very touchy subject. A yeah. lot of people will say, no, just because you're a public person doesn't mean you are offered up to the public. But oh, some people no. would argue that and say, nah, you gave up your privacy and well, public domain when you decided to be a part of everyone's life that's that's true you know so that's one part of it and then we Mm. have Brittany Furlan who um was a big big face on uh Vine that's right as a comedian um she created a lot of characters um and at one point she was one of the biggest stars on Vine that's interesting 
But um, yeah. then she started to realize that other people were getting more followers than her. She was the she was the queen, you know, the cream, I should say, cream of the crop. Yeah. And then, you know, like everything in life, someone came that was more funny than her. Yeah. And then another person came. And the next thing you know, she went from being number one on Vine to not even on the list anymore. Yeah. And, and that's, now, I'm sure it's got to hurt your ego. I mean, Right. Well, you know. for sure. You know, especially considering that she was a real artist. She was. A she was a real different... actor. Yeah. And then because of Vine... It sort of ruined her for professional jobs that she, to, that she had to audition yeah. for. And um, then Vine ended. Twitter just took that down. Boom. Done. So then it's like, okay, it your influence it. was so associated with Vine. And now that Vine is gone, where does your association lie? And that's scary. Because a lot of people put their faith and their hopes and the their dreams. In the apps. In apps. But we forget that, you know, remember that time when uh, I think it was, yeah, Facebook and Instagram went down? Yeah. And the world went mad. Yeah, literally, because people are depending on that that app to work so they can post. Right. So they can make that posting money. So they can Insta model. Yeah, and hit those goals that they have That's for it. amount of posts that they put up a day. That's right. right. So there's that part of it. You know, where it's like, you are so popular that you're literally on, you know, the most influential people on the internet she was top a, 30 list. She was a big deal. To being someone that is no longer relevant, literally because enough people didn't click follow. Yeah. And it, that's insane that no matter how talented you are, unless those likes are there... You ain't nobody. Which is kind of sad. That means that someone that's, you know, incredibly qualified for a job or something, they won't take you on because you don't have enough likes or you don't have enough followers. And they'll take on someone who's a complete idiot. But because they have the numbers that, you know, they have enough likes, they have enough hearts, they have enough whatever they're looking for, they'll hire that invalid. Yeah. They'll hire that fool. Uh, You know. That's kind of scary. Like... That's why, in a way, too, like, if anyone watches Black Mirror, you've probably seen that one episode uh, where there's this world where Mm. everything is based upon likes. Right. And literally everything. Like, you aren't getting an apartment if you don't have a certain amount of likes. You're not getting lunch if you don't have a certain (laughs) amount of likes. And it's exaggerated, but we're almost dealing in that sort of world right now. Yeah. Um, and then, um, in American Meme, they also, uh, focus on Kirill, uh, Washir. He's a club photographer, um, influencer. He basically influences people to go to the club. Party! (laughs) And drink it Mm. up. Um. Pop it. And you see what years and years of doing this has done to him. Literally, he's sickly. He can barely deal. Yeah, you know, He's 33 years old, but the guy's... Probably he's lived like a he's life. Five. <laughs> like he, he in the movie they show this man, and let me tell y'all something. This man parties, and these girls, man. Well, oh, that's the geez. thing. He influences the party. Yeah. And but the thing is, is and you know I've heard famous people that are famous because they're talented. Right. <laughs> I've heard them say that there is such a shine to fame. But after being famous for a while, that luster starts to dull. Like everything else. And it's not as fun anymore. That's it. And that's it. No, go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah, it. And I think that Kirill has sort of hit that point where it's yep. like, I'm not 
actually enjoying this as that much is exactly as I used it. to. That's exactly and it. And I, I think that that's also something that people need to pay attention to. Very much so. Um, it's when, like getting a new toy when you know, as a kid or you're getting a new shirt or whatever it is. Yeah. You're all about it. And then, yep. you know, two, three months or whatever, two, three weeks, two, three minutes yep. pass by. And next thing you know, that shirt that you were like, oh, I love this shirt so much. It's like down in the basement somewhere. Yeah. You think. You don't even know where it's going to do. It's a dish rag. Mm-hmm. It's so e- so interesting how easy and fickle fame comes. Yeah. To becomes, the point, too, say. that where, you know, and um, I was going to bring up Fat Jewish later mm-hmm. um, because there is a theme that um, really, I think, is attached to him. So I'll talk about him later. But... You know, looking at the themes of this movie, one mm-hmm. of the first themes, um, you know, I thought about was the idea of exaggerated truth um, and the idea that what we see online is not necessarily the full truth. And we can be transparent here and say yeah. that if you think my entire life is putting on fancy clothes and going to fashion shows and going to events, if you think that's my entire life, I'm here to tell you that that is not it. <laughs> Listen, Kirstie, I look at my own Instagram and say, wow, I wish I had that life. <laughs> like, like, who's I... to say we're not recording this podcast in our pajamas Exactly. Right you don't know what we're wearing. <laughs> we look like, you could be looking like mashup fools right now. You have no idea. But that's so true. You know, no one's going to take a photo of themselves crying their eyes out and post it on their Instagram or on their Facebook. Yeah. No one's but going to. The, the Maybe, is, but I doubt it. The is that it. it's getting harder and harder and harder to... It's getting harder and harder for people to understand that what you see on the screen, right. whether it be a desktop, a laptop, or a mobile, that image that you see, it is exaggerated truth it's been edited it's probably been set up for days it's probably involving a stylist it's probably meant for an ad you don't know that and the idea that this is driving people to hurt themselves or to do things that are malicious is disturbing yeah it's not called for and it's sad because you know everyone's trying to go against everyone like they'll see something on someone's Instagram and they'll say, oh yeah, I can top that. And they'll go and do something more risque or more crazier than the last person. But you know what? This brings me to another theme. Yeah. So people want fame and attention. We, we established that with the whole Scarface thing. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter if it's 1983. It doesn't matter if it's 3020. Yeah, right? no, the, people the theory are always, still stands. Yeah, they're always going to want fame. They're always going to want attention. People want to be seen. Is that wrong? <sighs> yes and no. I don't think anything is wrong with people wanting attention. You know, I mean, you're a human being. And even for people that say, oh, I don't want attention, you do want attention. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said that. But I do feel that there is a limit and there is a boundary as to how you want your attention. If you want attention for like, you know, your your amazing business ethics or your the way how you make cakes or the way how you style people's hair, then hey, yes, call for that attention. But if you want attention for throwing yourself into a, a moving truck and seeing if you still survive, that's not I think you got a problem there. Yeah, I would agree. I feel that, you know, fame and attention or the idea of attention, the idea of being seen. Um, and I will be the first to admit, I mean, mm-hmm. we do what we do because 
attention. Of course. You know, like we don't do what we do because we don't want attention. We do want attention. That's why we do this. That's it. But I feel that you want to control it. And I'm a person that no matter what attention I get, I want it to be controlled. And I want us to get attention for the right things. right things. It's like, you're getting attention because you run a bomb blog. That's or you're, it. you're getting attention because you're a public speaker and you're really good at what you do. That's it. You are good, yeah, at hair. You're good at nails. You're good at styling. You're exactly. good at makeup. You deserve attention. You're putting the right things on display. Yeah, you're talented. And nothing is wrong That's with that. Great. But... But at what cost? That's it. I mean, you know, it had to come to a point where you had to invite the entire universe into your delivery room when you're about to give birth. Yeah. So another theme that I thought about, and this is something actually I've had conversations with people about this, and we had a thought about the idea of what a celebrity is. What a celebrity was, say, 25 years ago. Okay. So, you know, you have Julia Roberts. Yeah. You have George Clooney. You have Brad Pitt. Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. The idea of celebrities. Hollywood stars. Um, and the idea that this idea of a Hollywood star or a celebrity, it's disintegrating. And there's no longer going to be such a thing as a Hollywood star. It's always... Agreed. You're going to be famous. Everyone's going to be famous because everybody's got some sort of thing going on online. That's very true. I remember I was watching, I was showing you um, an interview that J. Cole did and he said the same thing. He said, listen, in the next like 10, maybe sooner, the way how things are going now, maybe in five years, there will be no such thing as celebrity. Everyone's going to know everyone. Because, you know, with the internet, everything is... The world's a much smaller place now. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you don't have to go to Hollywood to make it. You can make it right there in your closet. Yeah. Turn on your camera and do your audition or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Make your video game and post it on YouTube or whatever. And that's it. You're an instant, like, star. You don't, have, yeah. you don't have to go to acting college or acting school anymore. You just do your own improv thing and start your own show. Yeah. You don't have to do it, anything anymore. Yeah, and, and you're so right. I mean, there are many a times where I've walked down the street or you or both of us will walk down the yeah. street and someone will be like, yo, her castle girls, what yeah. up? And it's like, I've never <laughs> met never this met person. Never They've met never you. met me. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, and you all know each other, but you don't really know, don't each, really know other. each other. And... That is what fame quotations in the air. That is what it has become. It's a thing where it's like, I've seen you on YouTube. Oh, I saw that photo that um, was on Instagram. It ended up on my discovery page. That's it. And this is what fame has become. So in a way, Andy Warhol's um, theory of 15 minutes of fame. Oh, that's that he was speaking truth. It's so God true. gave that man a sign. Yeah, he, he saw and it he coming. he prophesied it. And the thing <laughs> is, is that if you don't keep up, if you don't keep your foot on the pedal, you start to lose followers. And when you start to lose followers, you panic. the brands pull away. Yep, you start to panic. And then you start to think, oh my God, no one likes me. Like it starts playing on your mind. It starts playing with your um, emotions. And then next thing you know, you get depressed because you're not getting enough likes. And you start like some people, it's interesting with, I'll use Instagram as an example, only because it's known for just, you know, liking pictures and all this stuff. But it's interesting how people will even base their, they'll base their outfits, 
they'll base their hairstyles. Well, people like my hair this way in that photo. So I'll wear my hair like that from now on. People like those shoes that I wore more than the other shoes that I wore. Yeah. So I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And they base everything off of strangers. You don't know yeah. these people. Yeah, it's funny how we want to be validated by people that we don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and we even allow people that we don't know to tell us that we don't look right. Right. Or we should lose weight. Or we should straighten our hair. Right. Or we should wear this color and not that. Or you are too big or too skinny to wear a bikini. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yep. Um, and it starts to make you wonder where your morals and values lie. Well, yeah, because remember now, some of these people that started these Instagram accounts, they want to be an influencer. But now the tables have turned. It's like, well, okay, you the want to influence is people. Is influencing your audience is influencing you instead. Yeah. So what? Like you, you got turned around. You didn't even realize it. You it's, got sucked into that machine. Yeah, it's sort of like you know the beauty blogging industry mm-hmm. where. Literally, if you, you know, hit up hashtag beauty mm-hmm. and you look on that first page, all the beauty influencers all look like a Kardashian. They all look like him. And it's like, wait they a minute, like him or you're Kylie. supposed to influence us to do something that you're doing, but That's you're it. being influenced by others and, and just copying what they've already yeah, done. so then everyone starts to look the same. Because Kim and Kylie have already done that, so... You're now an influencer, so influence people in a different way. Like, okay, yes, they did that look, but what's your spin on the look? Because right now you look exactly the same as Kim. So how is that influencing me? It's like, okay, well, I'll just go and look at Kim then. Yeah. And and that's the thing, too. Like, when influencers are influenced by influencers hmm. and just copying... Yeah. You know, like... The influence is gone at that point. Yeah, the... Um, you know, so it's a very... It's a, it's a very strange, weird circle. It really is. That just keeps on going around and around, and it seems like we've lost control. Um, oh, yeah, I'd agree. I know for us, we've never been afraid to say, you know what, you know, I'm not feeling well. I'm not doing anything today. You're That's not it. feeling well. Yep. You're not going to do anything today. I'm not willing to do certain things to get attention. That's right. Um, I've always believed in creating something. I, I believe there's more interesting things in the work that we put out there than me posing, say, in a bra and underwear. Yeah. I mean, like, some people want to do that. And hey, to that's each cool. their own. More power that's to cool. you. But does ev- so, so everyone has to do that? And that's the thing. You have to find what speaks to you and Thank share you. that. Rather than just sharing what you think will get you likes. Yeah. That's what makes the internet unique. Well, then, then it's supposed to make you as a person unique. But when you're just there on your social media accounts and you're seeing other people that are popular and you figure, okay, I'm going I'm to do exactly what they've done. I'm going to use their, their formula and do exactly what they've done. And then two weeks have passed and you're depressed because you didn't get the same outcome as they did. That's because that formula worked for them. Right. That's not your path. That's it. And you know that deep down that, you know what, I don't even want to do this, but you're so desperate for fame and attention in the wrong way instead of just being yourself and putting that out there. What's so wrong with being you? And the thing that's funny is throughout the whole conversation of influence, very seldom do you hear influence equaling money. 
Hmm. You know, people want that fame. They're not even talking about the money. They don't want, want the money. And they want the, the fame and the free stuff. Yeah, and, and that's why, in a way, um, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, everyone has their own opinion. And right. everyone's opinion is valid. You know, say and think what you want about yep. them. But they have done something that I feel every influencer should try to do. And that is modernize that brand. If you're posing um, on your Instagram as a model, start to do something about that that is going to bring in real dollars. That's it. Start a a bikini line. You know, likes don't pay bills, guys. No. You know what I'm saying? You want those little hearts to turn into dollars. That's what you want. Exactly. If you're, yeah, you know, if you have a passion for something, definitely monetize on that. You know, like, um, Paris has 19 different fragrances. Exactly. She capitalized on it. Yeah. Fat Jewish, he now has, you know, uh, a wine some, line. Uh, a rosé line. Rosé, yeah. yeah. And he's, you know, because everyone knows, look, we're all getting older, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not. We are all getting all older. We're all not all going to look cute and dandy all the time and for the rest of our lives. So while you're still in your right mind, while you're still young and, young and limber. And energetic. <laughs> and have the energy, yes. Find a way to make money off of this wonderful thing called influencer. Yeah, I mean, if you're building a brand, you might as well earn something. I, I agree. And there are many influencers out there right now that have done that. They found a way to modernize what they do, and they're making their money, and that's the right thing to do. That's it. You know, and I think out of everything, you know, no matter how bad we think of the word or the term influencer, or no matter how we see the industry, at the end of the day, you should be seeing of ways to help yourself. That's it. Because in the end, the end, when you, you know, if you... Don't, when you're not next to your phone, or if you do turn your phone off, depending on how you how close you are, yeah, you are by yourself. Yeah, you're there alone, That's and it. you have to face yourself in the mirror every day, and you got to think. What am I doing right now that's gonna help me in the future? Because people just liking my photos and stuff. That's great, and but it's not money. You never know. I mean, I know right now people can't even imagine it, but what if Instagram decided? You know, what if Facebook was like. Yeah, you know, on Instagram, we're going to totally change things around or we're going to take it it's down, RIP Instagram. Then if what? they did to Vine and they, you know, look at Tumblr. I mean, God knows. Yeah, like, Tumblr. you know, if they do these so things, right then you just lose your influence. You do. So you, you have to build your world, build your world, get your own website going. Like, it's always know? funny when you hear about, you know, a lot, because there's, there's a lot of um, Insta models. A lot. Ton love. And, <laughs> and I get it. I mean, it's an easy thing to do, especially if you have that face and that look. Yeah, if you got the look. Then, hey, more power to you. But you don't have a website. You don't have anything to, you know, put your photos other than Instagram or your Facebook. And like you said, it's so true. What if one day, yeah, it all just, just like that. As fast as it came in is as fast as it goes. Yeah. I guess the idea here is that if you're going to take on a heavy, heavy word like influencer, please, please deal with it. Please deal with it properly. Yeah. Handle it properly. Make sure you have a website, 
a blog. Make sure that you have a media kit. Thank make you. sure <laughs> that you have a signature at the bottom of your email. That's it. Make sure that you, if you go to a lot of events and you know you're doing a lot of personal face to face, make sure you have a business card. Do the things that make it seem like, hey, this is a business. I'm not just here on Instagram because I'm bored. Thank you. And also, you know what, to back you up on this too, with your business card and the emails that you send out and stuff, please do a spell check. Yeah, guys, that's the worst thing in the world. I got an email the other day from someone who's a personal trainer and they basically, they had the sentence, whether you want to lose weight or gain muscle, but they used weather as in oh, again, the weather. The weather. Like it's raining outside. <laughs> oh, I was like, that is grammarly. This is not incorrect. good, especially when you are sending an email to someone that used to be, you know, a full-on broadcasting journalist. Wow, <laughs> that stuck out to yeah. me, and I was like, that's it. You know, you, I ain't gonna call you. <laughs> I ain't and call that's it, because you. you know, being people people read and actually look and see the words you're using the spelling and whatnot so be it's a business be professional it's time to get profesh okay that's all let's do it that's all come on now (laughs) lord so what happens when you lose control? Mm-hmm. Uh, influence, unfortunately, it has a way of grabbing you. It feels great, <laughs> and you'll do anything to hold on to it. Agree. No matter what. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is intentional, sometimes it is not. Sometimes you're like, maybe it's not so bad. And then you realize, whoa, that this was bad. is really bad. Um, I think the latter would be someone like Paris Hilton. Yes, because, you know, her sex tape came out. And, you know, those people that didn't know her, they knew her now. And I'm sure that she thought, okay, this is an intimate moment between her boyfriend at the time and herself. Mm-hmm. She knew he was filming it, but I don't think she knew that he was going to take it now or who someone got their hands on it. I'm not sure right. how the tape got distributed. Right. But either way, it, it, it got out. Yeah. And even watching the film, it's just interesting how, although she's gotten all this success, because she wouldn't right. have gone the show or anything without Right. This... I mean, the sex tape literally launched her career. It's, yeah, definitely. And it's interesting how in the film, she still cries over it. Because it's a scar that's still there. Still affects her. Still affects her. She still has trust issues. Yeah. And because we were saying how, you know, she's very close with her um her followers. Her followers. Very close with them. And she says in the film that she trusts them more than she trusts people that she sees every day. Yeah. Which is kinda I don't know, kinda sad. it's very sad. And but you know, this is the effect of when things go wrong and when you lose control. Yeah. Um, which is why I always say, really think this photo that I'm putting out there in the world right now. Right. Am I going to be okay with this when I want to yeah. run for prime minister of Canada? Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> 20 yeah. years from now? <laughs> exactly. Well, that goes to Krill. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I'm sure that one day he's going to eventually be like, you know what? This has been fun. The parties are cool, but I'm, I'm calling it quits. Well, it's sort of a thing where, you know, all those photos were all over the place. Yeah, and everybody knows who he is. They know what he represents. Everyone's seen what he's done. <laughs> if he wants to change his brand, it 
it will be difficult. It will be. Nothing it can't happen, but it, it will be difficult. It'll take work. And that's the thing we all think of now because we're all young right now. We're all cool right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but eventually we will all be full-on middle-aged to seniors. Yeah. And, you know, no one's going to care that we were taking these hot photos or You're going right. to these hot spots yeah, downtown. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, no one's going to give a flip. No. So, <laughs> you know, you got to think no. of yourself and say, am I okay with this? Because hmm. the one thing that I always say to people is, I am so glad social media did not exist when oh I was gosh, a teenager. Right? It was just nice to you. You wake up, you go downstairs, and you talk to your mom or your dad or you take the phone and you take up your phone to call a friend a real friend a real friend you know you go outside you actually talk to people yeah instead of going on the train and you see people like all their heads are in their phone yeah and you know back in our day when you go on the bus or you go on the train or you're walking down the street people actually talk yeah it was so much more fun then. People actually talked to other people. It was. And, you know, your... With their voice. Yeah, and your, your <laughs> mean, little, dirty thoughts, whatever, weren't out in the world to see. That's it. Um, now, oh. you know, if you were a bit too naughty in college and then go for an apprenticeship at a law firm Ooh. and they check out your Instagram, you mm. could lose a job opportunity all because you decided to be a bit too risque. That's it. So, um... You can lose control of this, of this influence of of this thing that you know makes you feel good. Um, so, I I guess the the one thing that um, stuck with me most mm-hmm. in in this movie is the idea that don't lose control. And it's so easy to. It's hard, but you gotta. Sadly, you, you, you gotta fight. You got to. You, you got to. Fight. It's a machine, you know, just like the music industry, for example. Oh, girl, don't even. You know, when you first get signed as an artist, of course yeah. you feel great, because you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah. Everyone's going to hear my craft. Everyone's going to, because now you got the studio, or sorry, not the studio, the label to back you up and yeah. give you all this money to do what you got to do. Yeah. But then after a while, you know, it, it, it kind of just gets kind of stale. And although you're still performing and you're still doing all this stuff, that fun that used to be there is yeah, now the slowly disintegrating. Yeah. And you're not even the artist anymore. You're a puppet. The yeah. label tells you when to wake up, what songs to sing, yeah. how to sing it. Yeah. Just like with influencers, like, okay, I want you to take a photo. In the movie, um, they're talking about, I think it was... Fat Jewish, she said, Yeah, you know, they'll give you a pair of running shoes or I don't know, a shirt or something. Yeah. They tell you what time to post it, where to post it, yeah. where does it take the photo yeah. to post in the first place, mm-hmm. what you should be doing. Like, so it's like, Okay, well, hold on. I thought that you hired me because you liked how I do things. Right. But now you're telling me what to do. And the fun of it's just gone. Exactly. You know what, actually? It's and a fat machine. Yeah, you mentioned the fat Jewish and. Here is someone that um, you know. He he got that influence. He got that influencer title. He got that fame. Um, but the idea is, you're only as good as your last photo. You're right. only as good as your last meme. Right. And then you know he was accused of basically stealing memes. Yeah. Um, the the story is is that he just has a room filled with interns who just sit online and basically mm. grab screenshots of memes and post it on his Instagram mm. um, so he can continue with his, you know, Insta comedian uh, career. Mm-hmm. And 
the backlash was insane. You know, people were like, hey, man, you're taking things and you're not giving credit to whom it's due to. And, you know, this sort of stuff could have, you know, killed his career. And I don't know, I don't know what sort of um, toll this has had on his followers or whatever. You know, I'm not, you know, sitting there watching fat Jewish's uh, Insta numbers. (laughs) No, I don't don't think so. um, it does paint a bad look on someone who is supposed to be so unique that he's deserving of all of these, you know, all of these accolades. And, you know, it turns out that you're basically plagiarizing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to look at the other perspective. When you are at the top mm-hmm. and you know what it feels like to be at the top, you know, when you're, you know basically let you know like if you look at it from a grammy awards or music um industry situation Mm -hmm. when you're the drake when you're the michael jackson when you're the beyonce right and now you're being threatened and it's like guess what you're not going to be the big number one star anymore you're going to do whatever it takes to hold on to that thing because when they when the fall from from grace is from grace is a high it's a high fall it's gonna break your neck when you hit the ground absolutely so i mean they're hanging on for dear life yeah so that's a yeah that's a good point you know jeez yeah and the thing is with you know this topic there is no there's no okay here's how the problem is solved. (laughs) there's no problem solving in this one the thing is is that andy warhol says we had 15 minutes of fame everyone's entitled to 15 minutes Within that 15 minutes, guys, get that money. Get that bag. <laughs> that's, that's the moral of the whole entire podcast. Get that bag. Bag, 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 don't forget to check us out on our social media channels at Her Castle Girls on Instagram and Twitter. That's right. And also our personal Instagrams, Kirstia Hercastle and Telly Hercastle. And don't forget to check out our website, hercastlegirls.com. .com. <laughs> and uh, through that, you can find us on uh, Facebook and all of those other channels that exist all of our out there in <laughs> the internet world internet world thanks for listening guys thanks guys till next time Bye. bye